When the things you seek have been lost to time, look no further. We can go get them. We're Murphy's Inc. Murphy's Inc. is not responsible for time paradoxes, historical retaliation, or other risks related to the delivered artifact. Any inquiries regarding the company's liability or tax information will be answered. In time. Previously on Murphy's Inc. Trouble with the time machine. Michael and Daphne are thrown back in time, and Murphy is left to wonder about the malfunctioning machine. Meanwhile, the two agents appear in the Viking era. Despite their worries about the time travel device, the mission must go on. I always say there's nothing better than a job well done. Some people despise work. They just see it as something they do to survive. Me? I know that people would kill each other to do what I do. I don't just see it as a job. I look forward to it every single day, no matter how tough it gets. Wish I could say the same for my partner. So, any word on the set stalker? Set stalker. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I don't give a damn how it's pronounced. I just need it back in my hands in one piece. You told me that this would be easy. Rest assured, it will be delivered in perfect condition, Mr. Erickson. You have my guarantee as a businesswoman and as a lover of history. You said that last week. I haven't even met these so-called agents of yours. You could stand to learn a thing or two about customer service, and I've got half a mind to- You gave us two weeks. And what good would meeting my agents do for you or them? They're professionals, and I don't pay them to waste time with our clients. Now, if you happened to have a picture of the set stalker to aid them, then that would be different. But you don't. Care to remind me why that is? Be careful of what you say next, Murphy. Your family kept the real set stalker in a box, yes? They didn't want the elements to ruin a treasured heirloom. That was smart. But it seems that the elements, or rather your own ineptitude, found a way to bypass all of that careful planning. I can sue. Because you somehow managed to drop it in the middle of the ocean. I assume your father would regret getting you that yacht if he ever found out. I have my own money, you know. I can shut this whole place down and leave you begging in the street, with or without my father's help. Yes, you probably could. But did you happen to read the fine print on the NDA that you signed? No, but I've got access to enough lawyers to get around any mere contract. You certainly have your ancestor's temper as well as his lack of foresight. Here, let me show you something. Uh, what is that thing? It's an original Heilongjiang hand cannon, in prime condition. One of the first pistols ever made. Loaded, too. Are you threatening me, Murphy? My intention is not to threaten, Mr. Erickson. I am simply stating facts. My agents, my last team of agents, I mean, retrieved this for me half a decade ago. It's one of my most prized possessions. The first item we ever brought back from the past. <laughs> 
They told me that these simple bronze tubes were revolutionary, so unfathomable to the minds of the early Ming that they ended up attacking and killing their own men in the ensuing confusion. Does this story come with a point? It does, in fact. In your panic and impatience, don't attack those who seek to help you. Now, let's review the terms you signed. By signing this, I hereby blah blah blah, failure to comply waves all blah 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 blah. Go ahead and read the last part out loud, if you would. Violating the terms of this agreement gives Murphy's Inc. the express right to terminate the signing party at any point in time prior to the signing of this document. Rendering the whole agreement null and void. Gotta love when the legal department hits a home run. So, you can go ahead and leverage your wealth like you said you would. I'd like to see you move faster than time itself. Or, you can rest in your silk sheets until my team gets back in time for your little brunch with Daddy this weekend. It's your call. Hmm. Fine. You've got until noon Sunday. After that, I'll be expecting my money back, which I know is in the contract. It might be all I'll have to live on if you fail. Sylvia, text Gleason. I need to see you in my office ASAP. Texting Gleason. I need to see you in my office for a snack. No, I said. Update required. Shutting down. Estimated time of completion three and a half hours. Another round for this stunning young lady, please. Oh, how kind of you. Not to be ungrateful, but, um, who are you? Who am I? Thorgus the Great, fiercest explorer to ever skim the sea, and leader of this here settlement. Not to brag, but I'm kind of a big deal in these parts. Jeez, how old is that line? What was that, lass? Oh, nothing. Just a bit of a dry throat is all. Mayhap some of this golden draft will help loosen up for more conversation. Not to be rude, Thorgist, was it? But anyone can just claim to be someone they're not. Where's your proof? Ask anyone in the bar. Innkeeper! Aye, lad? Am I not the leader of this land, and one of the fiercest men to ever stroll through these doors of yours? Leader? Sure, for now. I certainly didn't vote for you. <laughs> Ah, well, as for my ferocity, tell her all of my tales. Oh, I've heard many tales. That's true. Tales from all over the Isles, indeed. So many tales you'd get sick of them after the first hundred or so retellings. Trust me, lass, he'll sell you a longship and show up with a dinghy. Lies! Damn that woman. What does she know? Her head's been overcome with stolen sips of mead she takes in the back. My ship's as majestic as they come. And what did she mean by leader for now? Well, I'm holding the position for my best mate while he's out of town, let's say. Must be one hell of a guy to hang with the likes of the mighty Thorgist. He talks good enough, I'll admit. It's earned him a whole lot more than I'd say he deserves. Ah, a fame hound, eh? I can't stand the glory seekers. What's his name? Eric Thorvaldson. The Red. You really haven't heard of him? Talkers don't catch my attention as much. 
They bore me to tears. You, on the other hand, I have heard of. So you do know of me. What's with the slyness? A woman can never be too careful in times like these. Besides, I've come to enjoy your company, Thorgist. How about another round? I see you've got quite a thirst to quench. A woman after my own heart. Four more flagons! Enter. Uh, you wanted to, uh, have a snack with me, ma'am? I have to admit, uh, I'm starving right about now. No, don't be ridiculous. Sylvia's just acting like Sylvia does, as usual. I need your report on the status of the device. What have you found? I hate to tell you, ma'am, but uh, from my examination, it seems as though someone may be tampering with it to cause the strange distortions we've been seeing. As a matter of fact, uh, Daphne and Michael's trip left it without power for half an hour. A saboteur in our midst. How? I couldn't tell you. Uh, I've been monitoring it extensively, but it does seem like something that came out of the blue. You already know what I'm thinking, Gleason. I'm not a spy. I was the first one you thought of bringing onto this project, remember? I intend to be the last one to leave. Besides you, of course. Come on, Murphy. Leave the company out of it for a second. You've known me for, what, 15, 20 years now? You're the only one with access to the machine. It's the most logical conclusion. And that's just it. Whoever did this wants you to think that it was me. That way, if you got rid of me, you lose the one thing that's keeping the device together. It's an obvious setup. Who else would have such a deep understanding of its inner workings? Uh, I don't know. Heart, maybe. But she never goes near the machine room unless she has to. Look, I know you're used to all this espionage stuff, but you can't just pull the rug out from under everyone's feet and expect to stay standing. <sighs> Noted. You're right, Gleason. I misspoke. We take this slowly. Of course, ma'am. Sylvia, call the department heads. Sylvia! Sylvia's services may not be used while update is in progress. I apologize for the inconvenience and will be back shortly. I'm going to... You two, interns! Uh, I'm sorry, ma'am. Did we do something wrong? Not that I know of. Have you gotten your duties done for the day? Polished the displays upstairs, fed the fish, took those documents I gave you to legal? Yes, ma'am. We even got your chair repaired like you asked. We did? Shh. Hmm. Keep that up and you'll be promoted to fully-fledged agents before you know it. There's only one more thing I need before you take a couple of hours for yourselves. Go around to all of the departments and tell each of the heads that we'll be having an urgent meeting in the conference room at midnight. Conference room at midnight. Yes, ma'am. Anything else? Make sure you stress the urgency. I don't care if that librarian's sleeping or if Philippe's in the middle of a fashion show. Got it. Oh, and one question, ma'am. You've known Daphne for a while, right? Is she one to hold grudges for long? What are you doing? Doing? Oh. What does this have to do with what I said? Nothing. I may have gotten on her bad side, and I just want to get a good idea of how much danger I'm in when she comes back. 
You cannot be serious. Just buy her some wine and be done with it. Now go, or you'll be on my bad side. Post haste, ma'am. Ah, crap. I really stepped in it this time. I told you not to mouth off to her. Idiot. I'm going to get the librarian. We'll probably take a few minutes to wake her up, so you go grab Hart and Philippe. Fine. I'm faster than you. <sighs> if only this AI wasn't such a pain in the arse, we'd have automated our entire system by now. Well, if that's all, I'll just get back to work then. I expect you at this meeting too. You're one of the few people in this organization that I actually trust, and your expertise will be invaluable to helping us get this sorted out. I'm sorry, Murphy, but I've got to figure out this machine. I'll give my notes to one of those interns. Not much to go over anyways. Fine, but be sure to make good use of the time. You want to work for Eric? For him, with him, whatever he's looking for, really. Well, by all accounts, his ship should be here. Oh, that should be him pulling up now. Incoming! Men, stations! Hmm, good timing. Ah, I missed the land. We're on leave, boys. Enjoy yourselves. Uh, excuse me, might you be the famed explorer Eric the Red? Who else has a mane as crimson as the blood in your veins? Who be you is the better question. You can call me Michael of the North. Hmm. Never heard of you. What do you want? Well, I've heard so much of your legend, I figured if anyone could help me get my sea legs, you'd be a good place to start. You're sort of in luck. Some poor sod fell over the edge. So I'm looking for folk to come with me to this new land I found to the north. <laughs> Tell you what, if you want to join me on the seas, you've got to prove you can handle yourself if things go sideways out there. Is that a challenge? <laughs> you deaf lad? Of course it's a challenge. I'll consider taking you on into the ranks of my crew if you can... If you can pin me down for three seconds... What? How can I expect you to tame a stormy ship if you don't have the strength to put up a fight? You there, Holoman! I'm not your Holoman, Eric. I'm a steersman. The two ships of my own. Now what do you want? Give count for this test of strength. <sighs> Fine. On my mark. Ready. Steady. Begin! Mm. Knew this would be a quick one. Mm. Come on, Eric, you got him. Mm. One, two. Ow! Wait! What was that? Whoa! Uh. Eric, your leg! He's uh. got your leg! You're only counting, Holloman! Shut up! Uh. Ow! Uh. Uh. What a turn around. Mm. One, two, two, uh. three! Uh. Done! You're out! <laughs> Eric! You're out. You all right? All right. That was the most fun I've had in six months. None of me own men can fight like that. 
This is the first time I've seen someone take him down so swiftly. You have my respect. If it doesn't work out with his crew, now I'll find a spot for you on my ship. <laughs> like I'd ever let someone as solid as this go to a floundering shrimp like you. Come with me, lad. I owe you a drink after that display. Where did you learn that? Back in good old Svalbard. Hardiest fighters I've ever known. Svalbard? Never heard of it. Sounds like my kind of town, though. We'll have to make port there sometime. How do the, uh, ladies look out that way? Glad to have you back, Eric. Library isn't even that big. If I were a librarian, where would I be hiding? You could check behind you. Ah! Shh! You scared me. How long have you been following me anyway? Exactly 67 seconds. What brings you to my library? Does Gleason need more information on quantum spin law? No, no, nothing like that. His arm hair's still gone after that one. Miss Murphy's requesting an all-hands-on-deck meeting with the department heads at midnight tonight. Oh, it must be rather urgent if she's calling everyone at such an odd hour. It is. Well, if that's settled, I'll just be going then. I'm staying here. What? I wasn't clear. I'm declining her invitation to attend this meeting. Didn't you just... didn't you just say how urgent this thing is? I just made an observation. I did not give any indication that I was leaving the library. Aren't you Murphy's employee? You can't just say no to a whole meeting. Yet I did. And I'll do it again. At least until I figure out this passage. Passage? It has something to do with the set stalker. I'd imagine Michael would appreciate any new information that we could send him. So you're not going because you're... reading? Essentially, yes. It may be pertinent to the mission, and I won't waste precious time listening to Murphy talk about possible espionage. Espionage? I heard about what happened with the machine yesterday, and I know how Murphy operates. She'll bring us all together and alert us that there's a saboteur on the loose. Then she'll ask us for details of recent suspicious activity, which if we had seen, by the way, we'd have already told her. But that won't be the point of the meeting. It's for her to see who has something to hide. She is good at reading people, I'll give her that much. I already know I'm innocent, and I have nothing to report about the others. Therefore, there is no reason as to why I should be attending when my efforts would be better spent somewhere else. Look, I'm the one who's going to be in trouble if I come back without you. She already told us to get everyone, regardless of what they were doing. Would it help if I looked over that with you? I minored in ancient Scandinavian etymology. It's not much, but I might be able to help. <laughs> I think that's the first time anyone here has volunteered to research alongside... Uh, hello? Hello? 
Uh, I suppose there may be things my old eyes missed. Shall we begin? Ah, fetch lad. What brings you in? Fe fetch lad? Yes. You fetch things, and you're a lad. At least, I think that's how Murphy says it. Fetch lad. I don't have time for this, man. Murphy needs you in conference room three at midnight. Do you not like your nickname? I picked it out just for you. Why would I? It's stupid and humiliating. Well, from what I saw yesterday, you seem to enjoy being called Intern 2. I just assumed you liked pet names. I don't. I'd appreciate it if you'd stop calling me that. Ah, there's the fire. So tell me, why can you say that to me and not to her? Daphne? I, I don't know, man. Look, it's not that serious. I'll just pick my battles and tough it out till Murphy promotes me. Hmm. Spoken like a true coward. That's fine. Pretend I didn't say anything then. Hey, I did not ask for your advice. If you don't want to be treated like a wet rag, you have to have an ounce of self-respect at the very least. There's a fine line that runs between simple humility and being an invertebrate. And you are half step away from becoming an earthworm. This business of ours has no room for people who cannot hold their own place in the world, much less in conversation. I... Fine. What do you think I should do? I can't just say no to orders, Philippe. Who said anything about refusing orders? Murphy, yes. I'd advise you to tread very carefully around her. Michael and Daphne, treat them like your co-workers. Isn't that what I already do? No, you act like they're above you. Without fail, you retrieve all the extra things that they, or I assume Daphne, requests of you. Hmm. Try this one thing, friend. The next time she asks you to bring back something extra, just don't. That'll just piss her off. Just put on your best Michael impression. Blab on about mission directive or something of that sort. She'll get tired of you, trust me. <sighs> I'll think about it. By the way, what's that hanging from your belt? It's my set stalker, lass. Carved it with my own two hands, I did. It brings me luck and fair winds, as well as connecting me to the almighty Thor. See? It's shaped like his hammer, Mjolnir. Oh, that's so nice. You know, my husband has one of those as well. Although, now that I think about it, his is made from a different kind of wood, and it's shaped like a... D fish? Your, uh, husband? Mm-hmm. Newly wedded. <laughs> and he's in town. Aye, he certainly is. He's over at the docks right now. It ain't the season for fish around these parts. He's a dock worker then? No. I'll admit, I finally gave in to his complaining and let him look for work on the water. He said he'll have a word with your friend. The red one, I mean. I'm fairly certain you've got the wrong red lass. Eric's not due back in town for another few months. We heard that he's due back in town today. <coughs> Haven't you received a letter or something? He... he's what? That's not possible, is it? The innkeeper told us that he's going to be docking today. 
he's a repeat customer, has a lot of enemies, breaks things, but then he pays for the damages after. I'm the one who always covers his hide on his debts. But if he's said to be... <laughs> I... I've got to be running, lass. Feel free to finish up my drink. Vorgist, where are you going? I just remembered something. Uh, an errand. Yes, I have an errand to run further inland. I'd love to stay and talk more, but... <laughs> ah, you've got to tell me more about your travels, Michael. We'll fill the sky with song and story. Thorgest, my virtuous neighbor, long have I sailed and imagined our reunion. You've taken good care of my set stalker, I hope. Little did I know at the time, the set stalker we'd been carrying was a dud. We had to adapt. We had to change our plan. Murphy's Inc. was created by Milliam Chan. This episode was written by Austin Dye and Tara Eon. Directed by Catherine Hampton. Produced by Milliam Chan, Mark Helton, James Deverell Lewis, Austin Dye, and Tara Eon. Audio editing and effects by Joe Bly with Kiana Music. Original music by Louis Palfrey. This episode featured the voice talents of Kirsty Harrison as Murphy, Jenny Helton as Daphne, Shandon Loring as Michael, Mark C. Helton as Gleason, Quinn Caffarata Jenkins as Philippe, Kaz Chandler as the Librarian, Stephanie Bauman as Intern 1, James Devereaux Lewis as Intern 2, with Anita Kelly as Sylvia, Tyrus Rayner as the Sailor, Catherine Hampton as the Innkeeper, Angel Kabarlock as Thorgist, Joe Bly as Eric the Red, and I'm Michelle Calhoun, your announcer. This series is proudly produced by 97 to Now Productions. For more information about the show, please visit our website. Tune in next time as Murphy's Inc. continues.